Hello, villager. You are listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. This is episode number 36 for January 2021. This episode is brought to you by Connor, Call of Grudy, and Caffeine Kate. On today's episode, I'm going to talk about the holiday events that have happened over the past couple of months and what I've been doing on the island of Hollow Cove. I'll go over some bugs and fish since it is a new month, and I'll have an interview with Max towards the end of the show. It's been such a long time since I got something recorded, so I'm a little out of sync here, but hopefully you guys have your favorite hot beverage in hand, and now we're going to get on with the show. Hello, villager. You're listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. It's time to grab your favorite blend of coffee, sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. So as I mentioned at the top of the show, it's a new month, so that means new bugs and fish. That is, unless you live in the Northern Hemisphere, because there's absolutely nothing new for us to catch up here. So in the Southern Hemisphere, you guys are going to have all the luck. So down there, you are able to get the Blue Weevil Beetle, the Myama Stag, the Horned Dynastid, Saw Stag, Cyclomatus Stag, the Horned Atlas, the Horned Elephant, the Giant Stag, the Scarab Beetle, and the last three that I need to fill my Critterpedia the Giraffe Stag, the Golden Stag, and the Horned Hercules. So if you are on an island and you have bugs aplenty and you would love to have me over, I'd love to come over and catch those last three beetles and insects that I need to fill out my Critterpedia. And then as far as the fish go, you will have the Puffer Fish, the Sweet Fish, the Ocean Sunfish, the Napoleon Fish, and the Blue Marlin. The Ocean Sunfish is one of those fish that when you catch it, it's as big as the screen and you're totally covered when you catch that. It's a ridiculous one to catch and it looks awesome. That is also a cool one when you go to the museum. Just watch it swim around for a little bit. It does make for a good time. Then for deep sea diving, you have the moon jellyfish, the horseshoe crab, and the giant isopod. I know I mentioned it on the show once before, but the horseshoe crab is one of those items that you're going to want to leave out on the beach so you can interact with it. I don't know if you've ever come across a horseshoe crab in real life. When we go to the beach in New Jersey on vacation in the summer times, we always see horseshoe crabs up on the beach. I always see them, and if they're alive, I'll throw them back into the ocean. I don't know if that's the proper thing to do. I always do it just because I feel like it wants to get in there, and for some reason it just can't. And it's one of those items that when you touch it, it'll flip over, and then it uses its spiky little tail to flip itself back. It's pretty neat, and I have one or two of them laying around on the island of Hollow Cove. Okay, so on to the next thing here. I don't know where to begin. So, like I said, it, it, it's been pretty hectic. My job has picked up crazy amount of hours, so I don't really have time right now to get a lot of stuff done as usual. That's one thing I don't like about my job. It's very demanding. We're usually working six days a week, 12 hours a day. So finding a little bit of time to record an episode is getting harder to do. So I'm kind of squeezing this one in in my lunch break. But with that said... I haven't really recorded an episode since I started the whole advent calendar that ran through December. So I haven't had a chance to get on here and actually thank everybody that listened. I hope you guys enjoyed it. If you want to send me some comments on it, that way I could improve for next year. If you have any feedback, I would greatly appreciate it. You could send that over to Roost at gmail.com or you could send me a message on Instagram and Twitter. Both of those are at Roost. 
I just kind of want some input and feedback on what you guys thought of the advent calendar that I did this year. I had a lot of great support from the community, a lot of great submissions, and I just thought it was an overall great episode, a series of episodes. I had so much fun doing it, and I hope you guys enjoyed it as well. So I honestly don't think I recorded anything since before Thanksgiving, as far as without being the advent calendar thing. So a little bit about Thanksgiving. I don't want to spend too much time on it because it's well past past its time. It's already January, but a little bit about the holiday event for Thanksgiving. I had a lot of fun with it. The items you got were great. I have most of the stuff crafted. I have all the DIYs for it. Overall, I thought it was a great event, and I'm really looking forward to see if year after year they do something different with the events or if it will be the same event um, you know, throughout the whole thing. I did see a lot of uh, people online talking that they had a hard time and they spent, had to spend a lot of time getting some of the items for Thanksgiving. I must have lucked out. I had quite a few things in storage since I am a digital hoarder. So some of the things I already had, but I think I had to go look for two or three things and they actually popped up pretty quick. So I wasn't spending too much time in the ocean. Like I did see quite a few funny memes on online about people saying, Thanksgiving and Animal Crossing and it showed like all the villagers having fun and then it says you want Animal Crossing and it showed you deep sea diving so I thought that was pretty funny like I said I lucked out I didn't have to spend too much time in the water so overall the event was great and the visuals on it were awesome I love the way the food looked and everything about it I went and did the extra things afterwards and I had a great time it was a great event and I look forward to it again then the next event to talk about was the toy day event aka Christmas, depending on what you want to call it. But it is it is officially called the Toy Day event. And I had a great time with this. I love Christmas and I was looking forward to this forever. The items were hard to get the DIYs out of the balloons. I kind of stressed out with that. I don't think I got the last Christmas tree item, the big festive tree, until the last day they were available. I was sitting there, I, like I said, I don't have too much time to get on and play. And everyone I'm seeing online saying that they were able to spawn the balloons and get them like right away. I had a hard time doing that. Like I said, I had the tree in my house, so that was okay. Um, the presents or the light up present was the other thing. I didn't have the DIY till almost towards the end, but either way, the items were great. They look awesome on the Island. Now it just kind of has me wondering what I want to do with my Island next, because I still have some of the Halloween items set up as well as the toy day items, but that's because it's hollow cove. Um, like I said, I always wanted it to be a Halloween slash Christmassy type Island. But I got to admit, it's getting a little, not stale, but it, it is making me think I want to do something else with the areas. So I might move something around and just do a little Halloween section and then a Christmas section and figure out what I want to do with the rest of the island. I want to showcase off some of the items that I had. So it's to the drawing board again. I'm going to sit there and I know I'm going to be terraforming a few things. I don't think I'm going to move the villagers' houses around too much. Uh, a little bit on the villager update a little bit later in the episode. I just don't know what I want to do with the island right now. It is kind of getting a little old, I guess, walking around the same area. But I'm trying to spruce it up a little bit here and there. I just went through, looked at my whole list of DIY recipes that I had, and I'm going to try to craft every one of them that I have. That's one thing I got to do better in 2021. As soon as I get a DIY, I want to go and just craft it right away so I don't have to worry about it later. Because that's one thing I do. I'll end up just saving a whole bunch of items, and my inventory is getting full. And it's just all items I'm thinking, oh, I could use that to craft something with later. And then I end up just sitting there digitally hoarding it. So I want to get an item, a DIY, and just craft it right away. That way I don't have to hold items to do it all later. But overall, the Toy Day event I thought was great. It didn't have to take too much time. I think I got the whole event done in under 10 minutes. It isn't a big time-consuming thing, which is great. Because if you are trying to spend some time with family for the holidays, which I don't know how much family time people put in this holiday with the whole pandemic and everything. But... 
if you were able to get on for a few minutes, it didn't take that long to do, which I appreciate. I thought it was a great addition to it. One thing I really wish that I'm sure it's a big thing out there in the community. I wish you were able to keep that Santa's sack of toys because that just went along with the item. I was already dressed as Santa for basically the whole month of December. So when I got that uh, toy bag, it was pretty fun to walk around with. It just completed the ensemble, if you will. And I kind of wish that was an item that we were able to keep. But hopefully you were able to do this. If you completed all, all of the items, I don't want to get into spoiler territory too much here, but if you got the final item from Jingle, which was a set of stockings, and you hung them up in your house on Toy Day, the next day when you woke up, there was a little gift in there. So if you did hang them up on Toy Day and you haven't gone back to it, go over to the stockings on the wall and just push A, like you're interacting with them. You're not going to see anything hanging out of them, but there is a special treat in there for you. I won't spoil what it is, but I do love the item. It's a great item. I love to have it, and it is in my house as we speak. And then one more holiday to round out this holiday discussion was New Year's Eve. I don't know if you guys were able to jump on and play on New Year's Eve, do it live, or time travel a little bit. I know some people that set their clocks just a little out of sync so they were able to enjoy actual New Year's Eve with their family and then also in-game. I left mine true to time, so when it was midnight, it was midnight in the game. What I did, though, was I had it... I didn't have it on the dock. I just had it handheld mode. I had it setting there. So when the countdown happened, actually, it was, I think, probably eight or seven or eight seconds off from the actual countdown on TV. So I kind of was peeking back and forth at both. I didn't get to join in all the fun that I saw everybody trying to wave their light sticks with their villagers. I just kind of had it on there just so I could watch it. And then I watched the ball drop on TV with the family and then kind of had Animal Crossing in the sideline there. But next year, I think I'm going to go full on Animal Crossing and jump in there. I was at the event. Like I said, it was it was a fun event. Everyone was at the plaza having a great time. The fireworks were great. It was a fun time. And I was glad to see Isabel and Tom outside of the resident services center for the day. That was a nice touch. Kind of wish that they would have shut down everything. I know a lot of people don't like that because you like your shops and stuff open, but maybe only keep them open till like five o'clock in the afternoon and then let all those people hang around up at the plaza as well. It would have been fun to see Timmy and Tommy up there. And I think it would even be great to see Blathers walking around. I know he's pretty much in the museum forever. You never see him out. I don't think I ever have, to be honest with you. So that would have been a great addition to have him join in the festivities, as well as any other characters that would have wanted to come and visit the island for the festivities. So hopefully you guys got to enjoy that. I had a fun time with it, and I look forward to next year. And that'll be it for the holiday discussion. But one other thing, every time there's a holiday event or something special going on, if you want to jump onto the Nook Shopping app and always scroll over to the special event tab, because after Christmas and for the New Year's, there were a few items that you were able to get. And those items are awesome, actually. There was a, a few food items that looked great. You could set them up on your tables, so they were a nice addition. And there were a few items that were clunkers, but, you know, either way, it's an item. And if you're a digital hoarder like myself, you want to get every item anyway. And one other thing I forgot to talk about about the New Year's event were the hats. My, my island had the pointed hats. I don't remember what my actual colors were. But through online trading, I was going back and forth on New Year's Eve trying to get all the other hats. I did walk away with all of them, so I'm kind of excited about that. I do like the top hat style. They were calling them the New Year the New Year silk hat. I enjoy that style better, so I wonder if next year they're going to change the styles. If you had the pointed ones this year, next year you'll get the silk hats and so on. 
Um, if anyone does need any of the hats, get in touch with me. I did grab a few extra of some of the colors and styles, so if there is something specific you're looking for, send me a message, and if I have one, I'd be glad to send it off to you. And while we're on the topic of seasonal items, before I do get out of this seasonal talk 100%, there are a few of the Toy Day item variations that I'm still missing. I'm going to get a complete list, and I'll post it up on my Instagram or Twitter, so if anyone does have any, even if I could just catalog them, just let me know, because I, I got to get that catalog full. I'm kind of crazy about that kind of stuff so if you have the extra items and you want to give them to me that's fine if not uh, uh just so i could catalog them that's all i really need to do so get in touch with me if you see the post on my instagram or twitter i will post up the items i'm looking for it's not too many because i was in touch with um another player i was able to get some of the stuff to him that he needed he got some of the stuff to me so i'll even do that too if there's something you need i could trade you or we could catalog each other's items so if you do see that post up there make sure you get in touch with me if you have any of the items that i need so the next thing I want to talk about is Christmas in real life, not Animal Crossing, but in real life. I just wanted to talk about Animal Crossing items you may have gotten for Christmas. If anyone got any cool Animal Crossing items for Christmas and you would like to share, please tag me in a post on Instagram or Twitter. I'd love to see them. Uh, you'll hear a little bit later in the episode. My youngest son, Max, did get an Animal Crossing switch for Christmas and he did get a copy of Animal Crossing. And he's going to talk a little bit about that. It was a tough interview to pull because I was trying to pry him away from Splatoon 2. And I know last time he was on the show, he was playing uh, Stardew Valley. And this time it's Splatoon 2. So I was trying to pry him away from that. So the interview did not go as hoped. But you'll get an idea a little bit. If he's distracted, that's why. Because he was playing Splatoon 2 at the time. So that's almost impossible to get a six-year-old to dual task like that. But for Christmas on my end, I did get a 2021 Animal Crossing calendar. It's pretty neat. It says it's officially licensed by Nintendo. Some of the stuff on it, though, it, the thing that drives me nuts is it doesn't have any of the new characters from New Horizons. It does have the characters listed and their birthdays in there, but it's everything from New Leaf prior. I don't know why they would put out a 2021 calendar and not add the new characters, but it's a nice cal calendar. Most of the pictures are of the old uh, characters. There's nothing new from New Horizons in it, but then again, it isn't a New Horizons calendar. You would just think in 2021 they would add some of the New Horizon elements to it. But overall, it's a nice calendar. I have that hanging up next to the computer downstairs, and I like to look at that from time to time. It does remind me of some of the villagers that are coming up that are on some of the other islands that I know of, and I, you know, that way it'll kind of remind me to go over and visit them on their birthday as well. I did get a few other items. I got a Animal Crossing t-shirt. It has Timmy, Tommy, and Tom Nook on it. And one of the other things I bought myself for Christmas was that big i don't know if i should call it a mystery box because it does say what's on it right on the side of the box but that big mystery box style thing that they had at target i actually got that in the mail and i have not opened it yet mainly for two reasons because i already know what's in it just because the pictures are on the side of the box but i also wanted to hold off and record myself opening it and put that up on instagram uh or youtube somewhere over there so i'm going to go ahead and do that but i'm going to tie it in with a day with all the amiibo cards that i got because i did also get anywhere i don't remember nine or 12 packs of amiibo cards so i want to open those up and do that live or get it recorded just to put it up on youtube so keep an eye over on those things if you're on youtube just search for brewster's roost it'll show up on there or if it happens to go onto twitch it'll just be twitch.tv slash brewster's roost but anyway i'll post about it on my social media when i go ahead and put those videos up or if i do it live so either way i got that big mystery box to open which there are some pretty cool items in there and like i said the amiibo cards i'm excited to open those because 2021, one of my things was to get some villagers moving in and out on my island. So I'm going to talk a little bit about that in a minute or two here. 
but the amiibo cards are going to be handy for that so that was about all the stuff that i got for christmas like i said before if you got any cool animal crossing items please tag me in them online or send me a picture of what you got i'd love to share it through my feed and i'd love to see what you guys got out there so one other item that I was not able to get my hands on, the pre-order went up online the other day and sold out almost immediately, was a new set of Animal Crossing figures that are coming out. They were available on the website entertainmentearth.com, not a sponsor, but it was like a set of Animal Crossing figures. There was um, seven figures in total, but they were like these little miniature flocked figures. And if you're not sure what I mean by flocked, I know that I've seen some other company that makes them. And I know when I was a younger kid, my little sister had them. It was just little animal figures that have that furry feeling to them. So that's what I mean by flocked. But this is a seven figure set and two or three of the figures I really want out of this set, but it was only available as a one, you know, one continue like one whole set that you had to buy. And it was $47.99 on the website, which is pretty expensive for what you're getting because they are miniature little figures. If I pull it up on the website here, it just says that they are two and a half inches tall. They're soft and fuzzy texture that makes them Cute characters are even more adorable because they're fuzzy. And then it says, each comes in a window box. The Animal Crossing New Horizons Villager Collection minifigure set contains seven characters in special packaging. Like I said, this, something that if I got, I would probably just keep in the box. Although I would want to feel them. But the character that I want out of this set the most is Marshall. So if anyone was able to get their hands on this set, it says it is releasing in June 2021. Um, let me know if you got your hands on one. I'd love to see it. I do want this set though. I think it's pretty cool. It does look awesome. And if you want to look it up, like I said, it's over on entertainmentearth.com. It is about that time that I'm going to take a coffee break. So when I come back from the coffee break, we're going to have that interview with Max. I'm going to tell you a little bit about what has been happening on the island of Hollow Cove. And I'm going to go over a few tips and tricks for anyone that happened to just pick up the game for Christmas. This coffee break and episode is sponsored by Connor. Connor is a listener and friend of the show. His mother, Michelle, messaged and said that it was Connor's seventh birthday. So I just wanted to say a big happy birthday to Connor on January 11th. Happy birthday. I hope you got everything you wanted and I hope you had a great day. And next, I wanted to say thank you so much to Call of Grudy. They left the latest review over on iTunes. They left a five-star review with the title, Such a Great Show. They went on to say, I love the show so much for a couple of reasons. Number one is that it doesn't spoil anything. And even though I have finished my Critterpedia and gotten a five-star review, it's great to know that new players won't have the game spoiled for them. It's also very quiet, so when I misplace my headphones, my family isn't bothered. I know this is getting long, but the last thing is, Brewster has always been my favorite characteristic of all the games, and it's great to hear he is getting some recognition. Yeah, mine too. I love Brewster, as you could tell from the name of the show, and I am really hoping that he shows up in 2021, but I want to say thank you so much to Call of Grudy for leaving this review. If anyone else is listening to the show and you haven't gotten a chance to leave a rating and a review for the show, please head over to iTunes or Apple Podcasts. Leave a rating and a review and let me know that you have, and I'll get you on the next coffee break in the next episode. And then last but not least, I want to say thank you so much to Caffeine Kate. Caffeine Kate was kind enough to leave a donation over on my coffee page, which is ko-fi.com slash Brewster. I really appreciate the help. Thank you so much. And if anyone else wants to go over there and check it out, there's a lot of cool stuff on there. I have some wallpapers up that you could download for your phone and a few other things you could look at. So thank you so much. And thanks everybody for listening. I really appreciate it. Now we're going to head back to the show.
now I'm going to talk a little bit about what has been happening on the island of Hollow Cove. So I made it one of my resolutions in 2021 to get some of the villagers moving. I have a hard time letting things go. I know I mentioned it before on the show, but now that I've gotten most of my villager pictures, it's time to cycle them out. There are still one or two of them that I will not let go, and the other ones, it's about time to see them on. So the other day I had a visitor come through the campsite, and it happened to be Camel Frog. Camel Frog lived on my New Leaf Island, and I fell in love with him. He was a great character. So I took a gamble, and I said, you know what, Camel Frog? Come on in. Hollow Cove's waiting for you, buddy. So he went over to resident services to ask, came back, and he said, Tom Nook said that's okay, but there's too many people. And he said, but what about having Biff move out? So I've gotten to like Biff a lot lately, but I have his photo, so it was time. I had to buckle down. I said, okay. So he went back and came back and said, yep, that's fine. So Biff was moving out, Camel Frog's moving in. And as soon as I left that tent, I got a little weak in the knees. And I'm like, Biff, why did, why did I do it, Biff? So I ran over to his place quick. I wanted to hang out with him one last time. I walked into his house and he was all in boxes already. And I was like, you know, it hurt me a little bit. So then it, it, you know, it pushed me to that direction to say, you know what, Biff? All right, fine. You want out that bad. You were already packed. It wasn't even, it wasn't even 20 seconds. He was all packed and ready to move. So I said my farewells. I, I gave him a little virtual hug and that was it. The next day Biff was gone. I got the little building area set up there. So Camel Frog was moving in. And then the day after that Camel Frog moved in and he's been prancing around my island and he's been making me happy. I like him. He's a great addition to the island of Hollow Cove. So hopefully everything squares squares itself out with Biff. If anybody happens, I, I did post online. If anyone wanted Biff, they were more than welcome to take him. Nobody bit on the Biff. So if any of you guys playing happen to cross paths with me at some point and Biff moves into your island, let me know. I want to know where Biff goes. I'm, I want to keep tabs on my old Biff. I kind of, I'm not saying I miss him. I do, but I'm not saying I want him back. I just want to know where he moves off to. So if anyone happens to get Biff, I've treated him well, so you don't have to worry about anything. I, I treat all of my villagers well. I don't teach them any bad words. The worst, the worst thing I have one of my villagers calling me right now is Santa Butt because I just thought it was fun to walk around in a Santa suit and have someone call me Santa Butt. That's the worst it's gotten. So if you get Biff, he's a good character. Let me know if he ends up living on your island or if anyone comes cross, cross paths with my Biff. And as I promised before, we're going to drop in an interview that I did with Max. I'm going to drop it in right after I intro it here. But like I said, he was playing Splatoon 2. That was a little more... Um, what he was concentrating on when I was interviewing him. So <laughs> it's a, a pretty lackluster interview, but I will tell you this. He does enjoy Animal Crossing. He's been playing it. I'm trying to get his island moved along a little bit farther here so he'll have a little more enjoyment out of it. But for the meantime, he's been doing farming sims on his Switch and Animal Crossing. And he was playing Splatoon 2 on my Switch downstairs when I was trying to conduct this interview. So just keep that in mind. It, it might sound like he's not into it. I don't remember. I just remember being like, oh man, he's so not into this game. But like I said, for a six-year-old at the beginning of the game, there's so much reading. So I have to get it to a point where he's a little more just jump on, have fun, and then jump off. So once we get to that point, I know he's going to be into the game a lot more. But we're going to go ahead and put that interview in here now. And then I'll be back to cover a few tips and tricks for some new players. All right, villagers, we are here today with... Max. Max. And I wanted to ask you a little bit about... Christmas time, because we haven't talked since before Christmas on the show here. Now, obviously, we've talked. We live together, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I wanted to ask you, did Santa bring you anything um, special? Mm-hmm. What did he get? What he did you get this year? A Nintendo Switch. A Nintendo Switch. 
and it's the same one as mine too, right? The yep. Animal Animal Crossing one. Mm-hmm. Were you excited when you saw it? Yes. Were you like, I finally have my own this, island? This one, me. Oh my god. Oh my god. I finally got it. Yes. <laughs> and then the first thing we did was we booted it up and I forgot how much of a slog the beginning of that game is. It's very slow to get started, right? Mm, yep. So you were a little like, come on, I don't want to read. I don't want to do all this. You just wanted to get in there and start playing, right? Yeah. Because you're used to playing on my island. Mm-hmm. Um, so you started it up and there was a funny coincidence. You had the same two starter villagers that, uh, that I had when I started mine. Yep. Do you remember their names? Um, Rudy and Diva. Rudy and Diva, yep. Unfortunately, I booted Diva off the island as soon as I could, and I never got her photo, so I'm kind of upset about that. But Rudy still lives on my island. I love Rudy. Yep. So you're you're running around your island. What did you end up naming your island? Christmas. Christmas. That was a pretty good name. You wanted to, do you remember what you wanted to name it, name it but it wouldn't fit? Christmas Town. Christmas Town, yeah. So we kind of just say it's the island of Christmas, right? Mm-hmm. And you went with the their, your classic character. You got a good look to you. And the first day, um, I came over and I dropped off a bunch of DIYs. Now, you're telling me I didn't really drop off a whole bunch, though. But I know I dropped off a ton of DIYs. Mm-hmm. What do you think? Uh, I don't think so. Yeah. <laughs> so it took me three trips of full inventory to bring over all the, all the DIYs I had. And you're telling me that I didn't bring any over. So I got um, a new person come into my town, and what was his name? I don't remember who you invited over. You did go to a mystery island, and you had someone come over, but I can't remember who it was. But yeah, I do have a different person coming over. Yep, so we have that to look forward to. You got your museum built already. Yeah. You got the store just finally opened. So I will basically have three people and everything ready. Yep, and uh, you, we're, I, I'm, I told you the, uh, the other day what I'm going to do is probably hop on a little bit at nighttime on your island just to advance it a little bit more, just to kind of get you a little farther in the game so you have more fun with it, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't want you to drop off of it. I want you to have fun because I want to come over and visit. Yeah. I want to see your island evolve. I want you to be able to terraform and start building it the way you want. Yeah. So right now you're sitting here on my Nintendo Switch, and what game are you waiting to play? Splatoon 2. Splatoon 2. Yeah, so right now you're playing a little bit of online battles, so we're kind of in between matches here. That's why I figured I'd record a little a little segment here since we haven't talked about this since before Christmas. And you also did get an Animal Crossing shirt for Christmas too, huh? Oh, yeah, I do. I like it. You like that one a lot, right? Yeah. I saw that you're wearing it like once a week. I do have a Minecraft all the time on right now. I do like that. That is true. You also, on your Nintendo Switch, you got a couple other games. Like, you you like to play farming simulator type it, games. I have, like, um, a, two simulator thing games. I have... I have... Um, I have Animal Crossing. Mm-hmm. I have Fortnite. Yep, you have Fortnite on there. You were also playing... F- um, what is it, Forager? That's that one where we were building out the little islands and we were building, making gold blocks and making coins and we were trying yeah. to pay the fairies off. Uh-huh. And then what was the other thing you got? What was the other game? I can't remember what it was called. It was something like, uh, I can't remember, but you're just building a farm on a straight, plain surface. Yeah. And I, I, I can't remember. You had a lot of fun with that. That was on sale in the eShop, so I ended up picking that up for like a dollar. But that's that's your style of gaming, huh? Farming Sims, you like Stardew yeah. Valley. Yeah, you haven't played that in a little bot in a little while. Yeah. But I I'll have to see I have Stardew Valley on my Nintendo Switch, but it's downloaded, so you can't even play it on yours. 
So is there anything else you want to say? Anything Animal Crossing related? Anything? What are you looking forward to on on your Animal Crossing island? Um, I don't know. Having more people move in? Yeah. Uh, how about building snowmen? You, you're pretty good at building snowboys. I, I had a hard time for a little while. I, I got all my DIYs from the Snowboy, so I know I did it quite a few times. But yeah, I'm, I'm, I've been having a little more fun doing them mini mini size ones. I've been just building little mini Snowboys. Yeah. All right. Well, you look like you're really waiting to play Splatoon and not talk to me, right? Yeah. Yeah, I could tell. <laughs> all right. So I just wanted to say thanks for coming on and talking about your Bye! Christmas. Bye. Uh, have a lot of this. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> all right. We'll talk to you later. Bye. 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 Okay, I'm back. Hopefully you guys were entertained by that interview. I know a lot of people have reached out to me after they heard his episode on the advent calendar, and I just kind of wanted to touch base so you guys knew that he did get a Nintendo Switch for Christmas and that he was having fun playing Animal Crossing. Now, with Christmas being in the past now, I'm sure there are a lot of new players. doesn't even have to be a kid, an adult, anyone picked up Animal Crossing for Christmas, and I just wanted to give you a few tips and tricks for some of the new players out there. But before I give some tips and tricks for the new players, this first tip or trick, it's not really a tip or a trick, but first thing I want to say to some of the people that have been playing for so long, you got to just keep in mind there are a lot of new players to it. So if anyone does come across anyone online looking for help, why not reach out and give them a hand? I always put it out there that I could always offer help or advice to anybody if they want it. But with there being so many new players in there, you don't want to discourage people because a lot of times these people are going to walk around and see so many people's developed island and it's going to discourage them. So you want to go ahead and encourage them and push them towards that goal. And hopefully it will just make for a better game in the future. We have a lot of new players um, that jumped on for Christmas. And I welcome you all with open arms. So hopefully all you guys do that as well. But that also rolls into my first tip that I want to talk to new players about. You are going to be visiting islands that people have put hundreds of hours into. Do not let it discourage you. You will get there at some point. It took me so many hours to get to a point where I'm happy with my island. I was playing for hours and hours, uh, at least I want to say a couple hundred hours before I even had anyone come over to the island, just because I was always embarrassed because I was visiting other islands that are beautiful, immaculate. I don't time travel, so I didn't have access to a lot of the stuff that people had at the beginning. So when you visit some of their islands, you see all this cool stuff. And then you go back to yours and you're like hiding in a tent in a, in a little corner of your island and you just feel discouraged. But that's my biggest thing for you guys. Do not get discouraged. There's so much that will open up in this game later. So go ahead and ask people for stuff. You could ask for items. You can do anything like that. A lot of people are happy to help you, help you out. So the only thing that I wish that you could do is help terraform for people. I kind of wish that if you were at that point where you could terraform, you could visit an island and do it for them. I kind of know that that defeats the purpose. But, you know, starting a new island with my son that he got it for Christmas as well. and I. I forgot how tedious the beginning of the game is. Not that that's a bad thing. It's fun. But when you're going from a developed island, I, the first time I went over to his island, I didn't bring any any poles, any any ladders. And I was like, oh, yeah, I cannot access 80% of his island. And I had to go and craft them. And then I dropped off a set for him. But yeah, you forget right at the beginning how hard it is to actually get the game going. So don't let that discourage you. The game will open up at some point, And it is a lot of fun. So there are a few things that you're going to want to do every day. On your island, obviously, you're going to have your native fruit. Um, you could ask other people for fruit. You can visit mystery islands and gather fruit. That way you have a variety of fruits. But all of your trees on your island that are not fruit trees, you want to shake them every day. Because every day on your island, there's two trees that have items in them. And they could be a piece of furniture, bells, something like that. There are also 
I, I don't know the exact counts, but there are maybe we'll say five trees that will have bells shake loose every day. And there's also a lot of hornet nests, uh, hornet and wasp nests. So you're going to want to make sure you watch out for them because that could be interesting if you don't know. So once you get a net, if you shake a tree and a wasp nest falls out of it, you could either run to a building, run into the museum, run into a door. That way the bees will fly away from you. But if you equip your net beforehand, shake the tree, if one falls down, it kind of bumps you back a little bit. Then just swing the net and you'll catch the wasp. Make sure you donate it to the museum. Then the rest of them you could sell. Do whatever you want with them. But um, there are wasps every day. It doesn't matter what time of the year. You'll always have wasps. So either get your running shoes on and try to run or catch them with the net. Either way, you want to do that every day. And then also there are trees that have uh, crafting materials in them. So you'll shake them and a stick will fall out. Don't think that it's only one stick. You could sit there and shake that tree 12, 14 times and you can keep getting sticks. They'll just keep piling out on the ground. I think you can get a total of 14 things to lay outside of a tree before you have to pick them up. But that goes for um, other items as well. Like if you were playing during the Christmas break and the pine trees had the Christmas ornaments on them, it was the same thing with those as well. You shake them, the things fall down, and then you can just keep shaking them. It's not limited to one item a day. And the only other thing that is limited if you use one of your axes on the tree and you get your wood materials out of it, you'll get three a day out of a tree. And you want to make sure that you're not using the sharp axe, use the stone axe or the flimsy axe. That way you're not actually chopping the tree down, but you will get three pieces of wood a day. And one way to chop a tree down is to eat a piece of fruit. If you eat a piece of fruit, you'll see it will go up in a little counter up in the top left corner. That way, you know, if you hit a tree while you have a piece of fruit in there, it's going to break. It's going to chop down. Same thing with a rock. If you hit one with a shovel, when you have a piece of fruit, you will destroy the rock. The rock will respawn the next day. So you don't have to worry about that. The only time you have to worry about that is if you built yourself a rock garden, which if you go to my YouTube channel, I did put a video up about that. It was on one of the episodes in the past. But if you do have a piece of fruit in your system and you hit a rock with a shovel, you will break it. Same thing with a tree. You'll scoop it up or you'll chop it down. If you take the shovel, there's two ways to expel fruit from your system if you don't want it in your system. One, which was the funny way, you could actually put a toilet in your house and then sit on the toilet. And then all of a sudden you'll start seeing the fruit tick down as you go to the bathroom. And when you stand up, it'll say that takes care of that. And then the other way, if you want a quicker way to get rid of your fruit, just take out a shovel, scoop up a tree. It'll scoop the whole tree up and then just replant it right in the same position. That's also a good tip if you want trees on your island. Go to a mystery island, take a bunch of fruit from the island, eat it all, and then actually just scoop up the whole tree. That way, when you take it home, you can plant full trees. You don't have to worry about planting little saplings and letting them grow. You'll actually plant full-grown trees. So you could do that as well. Sorry if it got a little quiet there. I just realized that there was an issue with my microphone. I'll try to fix that in post. But if the last couple of minutes were quiet, I do apologize for that. Um, but yeah, like I was saying, if you have fruit in your system and you don't want to break a rock, go scoop up a tree somewhere first or sit on a toilet because that could be devastating if you take all the time to build a rock garden and then you go to break a, or hit a rock and it ends up breaking it. That would be devastating. And if you don't know what I mean by a rock garden, every day on your island, there are a certain set of rocks everywhere. And if you left them there, they will just always stay there. If you break one with a piece of fruit in your system and it destroys, it'll respawn somewhere else the next day. A lot of people thought, you know, for aesthetic reasons and for best quality of life reasons, it's fun to group them all together. I have all six of my rocks in one location. There are tutorials online that show you how to do that. It is very time consuming, but if that's the look you want to go for, that's another thing you could set, set as a goal for you to do is build a rock garden. And one of the other things I did want to discuss for new players is the mystery islands. At first, 
you're going to only have the two initial people on your island. You might get a little, you know, sick of just seeing the same two people. You want to always talk to Nook. Find out what you could do. Ask him what you could do. He'll start giving you things. And then at some point, you're going to have to start recruiting other people in. So you're going to go, even if you go, you know, you set the plots out for them. You go to the mystery islands. They'll all move in at the same time, but you have to set up the lot, the lots for them at first. Once you get past that initial three people, there's going to be certain things that they're going to ask for. You're going to fill them out, and then all those people will move in. Then after you do that, then you have a total of 10 spots on your island that people could live, not counting you as a player. So once you get those initial three set up, you don't have to do that for everybody. It's only the first couple. Then after that, you could just ask someone to move in at some point, and then they'll move in. But like I said, the biggest thing for new players is ask if you need help. Go online, go on any of the forums. Twitter's a great place. It's also a toxic place, so don't let it scare you. But it's also a great place. There's a lot of good people out there. If there's anything you need, ask somebody. People are always willing to help. And same thing goes for older players, like I said before. If anyone does ask for help, just remember, there's a lot of newer people out there playing. And it is fun to lend a helping hand. So one other thing, if this is actually your first time playing an Animal Crossing game out of the whole series, one thing that you're going to want to remember is donating, donating, donating. The first time you catch an animal, a sea creature, a fish, an insect, take it to the museum and donate it. Because that's one thing you don't want to do is realize that a fish or an insect is leaving at the end of the month and you don't have it. And you're going to have to wait a whole year, a whole six months just to catch that insect again. So the first time you catch an insect or a fish, if you've never caught it before on the dialog box on the screen, it's going to say yes in big letters and then it'll tell you what it is. So if you see that, you know that that's the first time you caught that item, just run it right over to the museum and donate it. And if you do that, then you're not going to have to worry about it again. Because like I said, at the beginning of the show, I'm missing three bugs still from last March or whenever that was that they were available in my game. And I'm, I might've sold them. I really don't even remember, but I'll know when I catch them the next time, if it says yes, if not, I'm running them right to the museum. Don't let that happen to you. Anytime you see yes, before you, right after you catch something, go and donate it because that's definitely what you want to do. And you want to also see if you can catch three more. So in total, I, I, I want four of every item at least. So when I catch my first insect or fish goes right to the museum, then the next three times I catch it, I save it. I'll put it in my inventory because there's certain characters that'll come on the island, CJ and Flick. If you see CJ, he's going to want fish. So you'll give him three of one type of fish and he'll send you a model of it. And then when you see Flick, he wants three of an insect type. So for example, the other, or the first time I saw dung beetles, I caught one, went right to the museum and dropped it off. Then I caught three more, saved them in my inventory. And the next time Flick was on the island, I gave him the three bugs and he made the model and sent it to me. So you want to look for four of each type of insect or fish. That way, you know, you're at least covered for the model and for the museum. So for now, that is all that I have for tips and tricks for new players. There is tons of stuff to go over. You could go back and listen to some of the past episodes if you want to do that. Or I am going to try to write some stuff down during the week. And then on each episode, I'll try to go over some more tips and tricks again with new players jumping on. It is a, a topic that I do want to cover again. But you could also contact me on Instagram or Twitter. Like I said, both of those are at Brewster's Roost. If you have any questions that are specific to something you're looking for, and I'll do my best to get the answer to you. And with that said, that is going to end this episode of Brewster's Roost. I want to thank you guys so much for listening. It means the world to me. And don't let that coffee cool too much. Thank you for listening to Brewster's Roost, an Animal Crossing podcast. Make sure that you are subscribed on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your shows. And while you're there, please make sure that you rate and review the show. 
You can follow the show notes or see anything that I talked about on this episode by going to brewstersroost.blogspot.com. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter, both at Brewster's Roost. And you could also email me with any comments, questions, or suggestions at brewstersroost at gmail.com. And finally, if you want to turn the tables and buy me a cup of coffee, you can do so over at ko-fi.com slash brewster, where you can make a $3 donation to help support the show. Again, thank you so much for listening. Now don't let that cup of coffee cool too much. See you next time.